welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and your face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Carrie the Mockney. I'm Kay Muse. And I'm Kay Drama Jen. Don't forget, we have a Patreon page. We have an exclusive episode every month for our Patreon VIPs. And we also have a Discord channel. So once you become a VIP member, you get an introduction to that Discord channel. And um, then you can come on over and we laugh and type and talk about dramas and watch movies together and all kinds of stuff. So I uh, highly recommend it. Um, So please join us over there. Yeah. And just a quick note, we are doing a group watch of Mr. Sunshine right now. So if you want to come join us, if you need some support going through that drama, we are here for you. And haven't you picked the next movie you're going to be watching as well? What movie is it? It's going to be Escape from Mogadishu. Okay. So that is also this month. So yes. if those kind of group watches interest you, come join us. It's the, the kind of place I'd want to be if I didn't set it up. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It is, <laughs> it is well worth the effort to come and join us. Yes, we are there all the time. Some of us may be a little too much, but I joke about that all the time. So we're just going to move on now. (laughs) So today's topic, we are going to do another, what are we watching? We used to just do this like twice a year, but there are so many dramas now that Mm -hmm. I feel like we constantly have to update what we're watching. So this might be a lot more common topic going forward now that there is just so much content. Oh, it makes me just like frazzled at how much I have not started watching yet (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time it's interesting because most of us do not watch the same things all together yeah it's very rare that all of us watch something usually it if we do it'll be a podcast episode just (laughs) because we're like okay phew at least four out of the five of us are watching something let's (laughs) let's record this now (laughs) yep Well, and it's kind of, and just so you know, if you're wondering why we do not um, talk about certain dramas, because some of us are watching on VPNs and stuff, but Mm -hmm. a lot of the Asian content, it's not available here in the U.S. So unless a drama is readily available in the U.S., we're not discussing it. Just, you know, so we're not... We totally. don't talk about illegal sites. No, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that is true. We yes. might use them, but we don't talk about them. So uh, speak for yourself. Some of us don't even, <laughs> some of us like our computers so better than if that. If you're interested in knowing what we're watching, if we're watching something that we don't discuss on the show, feel free to come over on Twitter and you can talk to me at Amber K Muse. And I am happy to discuss maybe some of the, darker site dramas that are out there. But (laughs) for today, we're going to discuss about the ones that are readily, easily available for the most part. And let's see, the first one I'm going to talk about um, is a movie that I'm trying to get other people to watch because it was so good. And I'm still working on it. I promise that I will like complain and nag people until someone watches this. Movie. You know, I'm going to give in. You know, I am. I, you know, I oh, just gave in to that to other thing you-, you nagged me about. So I know <laughs> <laughs> I need to send you like the teaser. So you like see how awesome this is. And the movie is called Midnight and it's a 2022 Korean movie. And the premise is that this deaf girl 
and her mother, they're out late, they're going to go home, and the deaf girl sees a shoe come out of a darkened alley, and it happens to be a girl who has been kidnapped by a serial killer, and she's been stabbed, and the girl tries to help her, but the kid or the serial killer stops her before she can, and she has to run away while being deaf. And so there's all these amazing scenes where you're just hearing like her opening a door because she can't hear the sound that she's making all this racket and she's opening these doors and everything and the serial killers running after her. It's like so good. Follows her to her house where she doesn't know he's in there or right behind her because she's deaf. Like there's so many scenes that are amazing and the girl is smart and gutsy and she kicks butt And I cannot say enough about the show, the directing, the acting, everything was amazing. So go over onto Amazon Prime. You have to rent it, but it is so worth the money. And it's just so, so good. Like there's some gore, like it's surprisingly not as much gore as I was expecting. It's more of just the intensity. And so it's just so, so good. So good. So, so good. <laughs> Go watch it. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Tell us why you got into it. I saw the trailer on Twitter and I promptly went and rented it that same night and was blown away. So I've done a blog post about it. Um, unfortunately, I can't go into great detail because it's a blog post and I don't want to give spoilers. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want other people to watch. And if I can convince you guys, maybe we can do a spoiler movie uh, discussion in the future. So it sounds absolutely terrifying, <laughs> but so good. So <laughs> I have a really important question. Is it a hot serial serial killer? He is hot, but he's so like intensely like evil, crazy um. that you almost don't get distracted by the hotness. <gasps> He's that good. What? Well, I know. And you know that's hard to do. Yeah. Yes. And is, so, is he a young or is he like a hot serial killer dad? He's young. Let me look it up real fast. <laughs> I'm just making sh- just just you know, I want to have my expectations in place. So Yeah, I got to set them properly. Yes. Okay. So, it mm. is played by let me get out of Wikipedia cuz I always do the names weird and that bugs me. Right. Because they do the Americanized names. Oh, I hate that. I know. Oh, no, no, no. Is it Weeha June? Uh, Yeah, it's Weeha June. From Bad and Crazy? Yes. He's so Uh good. He's so scary. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, Jin Ki-ju is the actress, and she was really cool. Yeah, she's really good. Um, You might know her from now on Showtime. The Secret Life of My Secretary, Come and Hug Me, Girl. So mm-hmm. she's a really good actress. And her playing Death was, oh, it was like, I cannot squeal enough about this movie. So I'm so <laughs> glad we're doing this because more people need to watch it because it was awesome. <sighs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys can go on. I have more movies in the future to squeal about. So <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so um, I'm watching a drama. I think you're watching it too, Kimi. Is, is it okay for me to talk about it? Yeah. No, go. I'm leaving just the dramas right for you and I'll do my movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching Tomorrow. Um, 
And I have to say that it's really an interesting take on, so it's, I started watching it, it because it's about um, Grim Reapers mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, that's going to be really interesting. I need to add a little like fantasy Grim Reaper stuff to my drama watching list. Um, but there's, it's a really interesting, like, because they are, the main focus is the Grim Reapers who are trying to stop people who are suicidal and when I first started to see that, I thought, oh my goodness, oh, it's such a big problem in Korea. I don't know if this is really going to play well. This is, and they have to be careful how they handle it. And for the most part, I think they've handled it really well. There have been some really emotional episodes. There was one on bullying that was really hard to watch. Um, and then there was one with an older veteran that was personally difficult for me to watch just because of things that have happened in my life but um but also really powerful and really I mean it was really good so mm-hmm. and um Isu Hyuk is in this he's not technically listed as like the main lead but holy hotness <laughs> he is so stunning in this show like I feel like my heart is like pounding every time he comes into the into the screen under the screen um he's just makes such an amazing reaper and he's just tall and commanding and sexy and i have to say i know that that's not even he's not even listed as the main lead but um (laughs) because the the kind of the main lead um is oh my gosh I've totally just drawn a blank on his name. Rowoon. Yes, Rowoon. So, and of course, he's doing a great job and he's, um, but, oh, Isu Hyuk, that's who I'm there for. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the female lead is also really very good, especially because they have a lot of um, flashback scenes. And so you really can see kind of her range as an actress. She's um, not dating her son. So yay. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. a bonus. <laughs> yes. Yes. What drama was that? Alice. Alice. Yeah. 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 That's uh Kim Hee Sun from Faith as well. That's where I know her from. Yeah. Because I did not watch Alice after I think the first episode. <laughs> so <laughs> but the whole reason I started watching tomorrow was because of Rowoon, because I loved him so much and she would never know. And I'm like, okay. And so I thought he would make a good Reaper. And he's actually like a really goofy guy in this drama. It's not the kind of character he's played before. And, but it's working. Like he's working well at the Reapers. He's starting to get a little bit more serious. And then, yeah, Isu Kyuk comes on and it's just like, so this is his drama. I mean, it's yeah. not really about him, but this is his drama. It he's is. just, he's everything you said he was. Sexy, hot, stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Commanding. All I know is I've recently watched episode six and I had a crying headache just because I Mm -hmm. cried so much. I was like, no, all the feels, all the feels. Was that the one with the veteran? Yes. 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 That one was amazing. And so it was pretty, and again, not in a bad way feels like it was just like, yes, the emotional show that you want to watch because it really hits in a positive emotional way. So I really like it. And again, all the actors are doing well. It's beautifully mm-hmm. filmed. 
we did a podcast about it. You guys should go listen to it if you have not already. So I love it. Was I on that? Oh, that is an excellent (laughs) question. I'm trying to remember. I think you were. It's really possible. Did we or did we not do a podcast on that? They it's, blend. It does. Did we, did we do a podcast on it? I don't know. Let me check my podcast list. Now I'm curious. And now I'll have to take this all out if we didn't do a podcast on it. <laughs> yes, you will. I feel Joey, like we did. I feel but... like we did, but maybe not. It'll uh... <laughs> be even worse if I was on it. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. Did we do it as a Patreon? may have done let me check now i'm checking again <laughs> right, let me i check feel like posts. i feel like i would have talked about yisu hyuk if i had been on it uh, i guess we haven't because it was like <laughs> our beloved summer and then again my life okay never mind i'm taking that whole oh thing out no you yes. should not i think you should keep it in <laughs> the ghost right, it's episode gonna stay in. it's gonna just stay in Maybe we'll do a podcast about it when it's complete. Who knows? Oh yeah, we so we, we should. <laughs> ah, guys, you know, great. No incest. Always a good thing. No incest drama. <laughs> All right. Okay then. Go watch tomorrow because we might be doing a recording on this. I think you're gaslighting me because I was like, "What? We did a we did a podcast episode." <laughs> Yes, it. Oh my word. I'm so the sad tired. thing is it's entirely possible that we did, and I just don't remember. <laughs> we do a lot of podcasts. We it's do. Over. We do. Okay. I forget a lot of things too. Carrie, what are you watching <laughs> other than tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I am watching a lot of things, but one of the ones that I'm watching that I feel like you guys aren't, but a lot of the patrons are is my liberation notes. And that is set. It's an interesting drama. I watch, I started it just because I was like, I watched the trailers. I was like, well, this is an interesting dichotomy because they're living life in the country, but then they go and they work in Seoul and we're getting both sides of it. So it's about these three siblings who live in Sanpo village where their dad makes custom cabinets and sinks and stuff. And then they take an hour and a half commute into Seoul, work their jobs, and then they come home. But each of the siblings has a different desire. Like the oldest brother, he he manages, like he's in the corporate headquarters for convenience stores. And so he kind of helps manage convenience stores and he has ambitions for promotions and stuff. And he's very philosophical. He talks a lot. And this is Kim Mingi, which he did not talk a lot in a Shut Up Flower Boy band. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And not so much in because this is my first life. And so to see him, it's very chatty in this one. I'm like, all right, this is different, but he's fun. His insights are not very mature. And that's one of the big things about the the siblings is they're not very mature. They're all in their thirties and just commuting has apparently sucked away their life and their ability to move forward. And then we have this. mm. I was going to say, as someone who commutes their kids all over the place. Yeah. I understand that now. I was going to (laughs) say, I'm with you. Like I have an hour commute there and an hour commute back every day. And boy, Mm. is it. I, if I didn't have a car that I love to drive, it would really be life sucking. So, <laughs> an excellent podcast to listen to. That's right. 
actually that's when I listen, especially if it's ones that uh, I haven't heard before, like your crapping stars one, um, <laughs> by the way, like the most incoherent podcast ever. <laughs> like I, I had to go watch the show. Cause I was like, I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> In my said- defense, I had Carrie like staring at me <laughs> only for a little while. Most it was of the just time. Anyway, time I yelled crapping stars or talked about shirtless hotness. There was or, no glaring. colonoscopies. <laughs> anyway, we were just having a lot of fun being in person. That's true. So I going can, back I to my liberation. Notes. <laughs> yes, please go back to your notes. Yes. So, um, then we have the second sister who is like nearly 40 and has never been in a really serious romantic relationship. And she's like, I just want to love this winter, but like, she is so awkward. She could be 20 years younger and it would be the same maturity level. Like she, she's a little difficult to watch. And so then we have the youngest sister, Mi Jung, who the title of the drama, my liberation notes comes from her because her work has decided that everybody needs to have joy in their lives. And so they make them all join a club. And she's like, y'all, I have a commute. I do not have time for a club on top of work. And so she and two others join this club and they taught, they take notes about things that are important to them. And then they talk to each other. And it's, I like her relationship with her two coworkers who are also like clubs are dumb because they get to be philosophical and it has meaning in a way that's not terribly pretentious because it's specific to them. And so you have these three siblings doing their community, living the duality. And then in their lives is Mr. Goo. And that's all the only name we know him by. But he just appeared one day and asked their cabinet making dad for a job. And dad was like, sure. And so he he drinks a lot. He does really good work. And Mi Jung is just intrigued by the mystery of him but she's very quiet and reserved and so she doesn't approach him really but they have even in the first few episodes like their chemistry was crackling and so I'm totally intrigued I actually watched this at first I watched this at one and a half speed just because there's a lot of empty spaces there's a lot of emphasis in the cinematography of the emptiness of the countryside and there's a very deliberate switch in Seoul where it's focused and tight and fast and then back in the countryside it's very slow moving Again, just encompassing the duality and doing it very, very well. And so it's been interesting to watch this play out and to see how Mr. Goo kind of throws a wrench in the works. But still, like the younger sister talks about how she she feels like she was just born exhausted. And then you get to know her two older siblings and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Because they're, they're no help at all. And I, I've gotten to the point now where I watch at regular speed because I've gotten used to the pacing and... The space between the dialogue means as much as the dialogue itself does. There's a lot of story there and I'm really enjoying the slower pace and it's just, it's really enthralling in a way that I didn't think it would be. Interesting. Um, One of my um, former uh, exchange students is, so she's Korean. um, She's watching this and she just recently was like, oh, are you watching? So I was thinking I might bring take it up just so that because I really enjoy watching the same thing she's watching so we can have kind of cross-cultural conversations about things she often will point things out in dramas and she'll be like do you understand why that was important no I had no idea and then she'll explain it so oh cool 
That's then you'll have to tell helpful. me what she tells you because there is some depth here that I'm like, I do not fully understand what's oh, going on. Okay, well then. So I, I have a Korean friend of my own and she is talking about the emphasis of work-life balance in her own job. They don't force them to join clubs, but they make sure that everybody gets time off when they need to. They only work 50 hours, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, that's And I'm still like 50 hours? But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, my next drama that I'm watching is one that has finished airing, but I just recently started it. And it's a Japanese drama called Promise Cinderella. It is actually over on Vicky. And it's one of those dramas where one of the OTP is like at the end of his high school career. So if that like squeaks you out, sorry, a lot of Japanese shows have that as the premise. And so it is what it is. Uh, It's about a girl who finds out her husband was cheating, who says, okay, I want a divorce and leaves with a suitcase and nothing to her name. And she's living uh, in a cardboard box on down by the river. And this high schooler who likes to make people do weird tasks because he's rich and he can do that tries to annoy her she beats the crap out of him and then moves into his house with his grandma and works at the family um, business and you know she kind of teaches him how to be a better person and soften his edges and I think they eventually end up together but I'm not quite sure because his older brother is her first love who tried Hmm. to give her a pair of shoes at one point And so there's all kinds of stuff going on. It's very fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, It's very classic Japanese style storytelling. So if that's something you like, then go check it out. It's on Vicky and is a really fun show. So. All right. So the one that I'm going to talk about, um, I actually have to look up the real do you name. have to look up the title I, you should tell look. what my title was yes you should because it made me laugh uh, okay wait okay so the real title is forecasting love and weather the title that you wrote in for me was the weather show that was really boring <laughs> and i think that that's the perfect title for this show I have tried to go back to it. So it has Park Min Young and I always watch every drama she's ever been in because I think she's fantastic. Um, And it also has, and I really, really, really wanted to like it um, because it also stars, which I kind of thought was odd, but um, uh, why is it not the name I thought it was? Song Kong? Yeah, Song Kong. Yes. Okay. So it also stars Song Kong. And I thought that when I first saw them together, I was like, "Mm, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. And I have to say, I still feel that way. (laughs) "Mm, I don't know how that's going to work out. So the thing is, in the beginning of the show, you are kind of drawn in because there's this fast-paced world of weather forecasting that you never knew existed at least this was for me and I was was going to be like that's a you thing yeah (laughs) and I was (laughs) you're right it is a me thing but I was like 
oh my goodness, I never stopped to think that, you know, there was actually a lot of, there are consequences to calling a weather emergency because that then means, you know, this happens, then this happens or whatever. So the first couple of times that that happened, I was like, oh, how fascinating. Like the fourth time that this happened, I was like, okay, um, it literally is a show about weather. I mean, when we really, you know, like there's, there's some really despicable people in it as well. So the, um, the idea is that Park Min Young, she plays um, the, like a director of the weather forecasting team. And she is um, engaged to be married to somebody who she works with. And suddenly she's getting calls from all of these places saying that um, like the venue that she had chosen, um, they, they didn't get their money. And so they're canceling and there's all these different things happening. And so basically what happens is her um, fiance is leaving her, but he's, he's cheating on her. And so um, you have a lot of scenes where she discovers that happening. And then it kind of um, fast forwards in time a little bit because he actually marries somebody else um, who is also in kind of in her orbit. Um, and then you meet the person who um, loved that girl and they're all kind of circulating around one another. Um, and so there could be some interesting dynamics there, but I'm feeling like, I've tried and it really feels like the whole thing where it's the level of we're talking about the weather. Like it's just kind of boring. And I hate to say that because I love Park Min Young. Mm-hmm. But, but it's boring. It is. It is boring. <laughs> and as you said, like the interesting weather facts are probably only interesting to me. <laughs> or like People discuss the weather for like 10 minutes in exactly. conversation. Not 16 I don't episodes. need 16 hours of really annoying, overdramatic, boring weather facts. <laughs> so, on um, yeah. I mean, hail is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And it's important to not, like, I mean, like, I did not realize that, you know, if there's a big weather emergency, then that really does impact like the fishermen economically, like they can't go out and, and do their fishing. And, you know, there are real repercussions here, but it's kind of like watching a documentary. Like it's not (laughs) super, like I find them interesting, but your everyday person, probably not so much. And like you said, I don't want to watch 16 episodes worth of it. So, so I'm sorry, Parkman Young. It is, I think it's the first drama of hers that I haven't finished did you still finish like the lawyer one where she was super super boring yes the one (laughs) with with because that was anthony the hot voice but it was so boring yeah i I kept thinking it was going to be interesting but it wasn't well and remember with um oh the baseball player one that was boring too (laughs) i've watched them all okay i've watched them all just i was there for her Anyway. You know it's bad because usually K Drama Jen says there she's just in progress, even though she dumped shows. It's, but now she's just saying, yeah, no, it's dumped. It's true. <laughs> so you know it's bad. <laughs> I'm not just ghosting it. I've like pretty much decided not to go back. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's all good. All right. So next on my list, Amber, you totally wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) As KMUS puts it, it's a crapping stars or shooting stars. And yeah, trans, I mean, the literal, the little little translation is something not crapping. (laughs) Yeah. It's well, it's star poop star. That's what it is. Yeah. So the translators around the world have had so much fun with this. It is called Star Poop Star. <laughs> that is the literal Korean title. Really? So the SH Star Star, whatever yeah. ING, is intended to be crapping stars. Yes. In yep. nicer terms. Mm-hmm. Really? That's why I called it that. And no one. I just want you to know that you (laughs) named your episode S-H star star T-I-N-G or whatever. I did. And it was in my car and my husband (laughs) and daughter took my car and it was still up. And so my daughter came home and she's like, mom, why are you watching a drama called Sharding Stars? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, um. Actually, I was listening to a podcast called that, but yeah. Anyway. It's fine. Anyway. And honestly, it doesn't matter. It could have a multitude of titles because it's just, that's the kind of comedy this is. It's a rom-com. It has Lee Sung-kyung and, um, oh, I just wrote his name a thousand times today. Now I can't remember it. The guy from Extraordinary You, who was very quiet. They were like the lead OTP, but not really. I'll get there. Be patient with me. Oh, goodness. And you know that there are people at home right now yelling, shout, shouting at you like, oh, yeah, I know. Look, I love I'm how watching. Discord always tells us, oh, yeah, we were yelling at you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Me, too. Even when I'm listening and I'm like, oh, how could you not remember that? And then I yell at you and then we can't even remember if we've watched a <laughs> drama or podcast about a drama. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm watching like eight dramas right now. And so that's a lot of details to keep in my poor, tired it brain. Is true. So it's uh, Kim Young Day. And I'm sure he's been in other stuff, but I remember him from Extraordinary You. And in Extraordinary You, he was very quiet and very, I mean, he was supposed to be in the background, even though he was written as a main character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Shoosh. Anyway, <laughs> but um, here he's fun. He's very sly and he's got this duality to him that makes this a lot of fun because he's presented, you know, his image is that he's just kind of this saintly star. But by the end of the first episode, you're seeing that he is not that saintly. And his relationship with Lee Sung-kyung goes back for a while. And it's just there. I'm to the fourth episode now, and I don't want to spoil it too much. But it's a lot of fun to watch them interact. And there's still a mystery of how attached they are or how attached they've been in the past, that kind of thing. But they're also surrounded by a great ensemble cast of managers and interns. And just they're cleaning up the PR world. They, they're making it look easier to handle than it probably is. But it's just cute and it's fun. And I can't wait to see where it's going because I like everyone that's involved. I mean, I watched, I started this knowing that it was going to be fun. And I'm glad that I've stuck with it because so far it's living up to the premise. Well, I had to watch the first episode. So I knew what the heck y'all were talking about <laughs> from the last, <laughs> from your podcast. But, um, and it was, so he's the kid that was in um, Penthouse which my daughter made me watch. So um, that's why I have him in my head. But also extraordinary. He was a boring and extraordinary you though. He was supposed to be, but yeah. True. 
So my thoughts, you can go listen to our podcast. Um, <laughs> it was okay. I haven't gone back to it. I do plan on giving it at least two more episodes and we'll see where that goes. Okay. I think it's fun. And it's funny. It's hitting me the way that maybe business proposal didn't. It's making me laugh a lot. See, and this isn't hitting me at all like what I'd want from a rom-com. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That's maybe okay. it'll grow on me. Maybe. You can't see but. if I'm glaring at you or not. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the next show that I, or actually it was a movie. So I didn't want to be around my kids yesterday because they were annoying me. And so I decided to go to Happy the Mother's theater. Day. Just kidding. I know, right? <laughs> right? I know. They should not be allowed to annoy me on my week, but they were. And so I was like, week. Wow. I know. Well, I deserve a week for putting up with them. Probably true. <laughs> Same. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to go to the movie theater. And there's this, it's Asian American, but it's all a whole Asian cast and Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, so it's a movie that I had been hurrying a lot of buzz about on Twitter and on the various movie blogs and podcasts that I follow. And so I was like, I'm going to go see this movie because then I can discuss it today. And so the movie is titled Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I have to read the synopsis because <laughs> this is, it's, it's a lot. So when an interdimensional rapture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound power to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Yes, it's a multiverse show that's not a Marvel show. And I went and saw this and I also saw Doctor Strange this weekend (laughs) and this was so much better. It was so much fun. And it stars Michelle Yeoh or Yao. How oh yeah michelle yao uh, crazy rich asians. yeah crazy rich asians crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah, she was in shin shang chi shang chi yes she was in shang chi she's been in so much and she's this uh owner of a laundromat who suddenly finds that it, it's up to her to save the multiverse and She's hilarious. It was so quirky, so much fun. I loved every minute of it. It is rated R, so I'm sorry, Carrie. This is probably not going to be your kind Dang of movie. It. I know. <laughs> but I do want K-Drama Jen to watch it so we can discuss this because there was a whole lot of crazy going on and I need to like discuss this on a podcast because I think it would be so much fun to chat about I think I would enjoy it I think maybe that's a like maybe if maybe I should leave my family behind and go to the movies or take them I mean they probably would like it too yeah and it is on limited release but it was in all of the theaters here in Portland like it wasn't even in the ones where just the international films show so I believe it's pretty wide release and easy to find for at least in most places. So give it a try. Hopefully it will come streaming before too much longer, but so quirky, so much fun. It was just an experience. It was, I went to the early morning showing and it was me all by myself. And then there was this other, um, white gentleman. He was maybe in his late forties. And so 
we're by ourselves in this ginormous theater watching this. And uh, as we get out and we're walking out, he turns to me and he's like, wow, that was a movie. <laughs> I just thought it, it makes strangers have to discuss it with strangers who experience the same alternating reality experience. And, you know, those are kind of films are just fun. And so highly recommend look in your local theater, see if it's I just be did. around. And it is available at my local theater. Look yeah. And it's so much fun. And there's tons of buzz about it. Like just word of mouth buzz and it's an experience. So I highly recommend it is R. So if that's like, you know, your border, then know that there's some really weird kind of, it's more just like humor things. It's not so much actual sex or there's really cool Kung Fu violence, but not violent violence, if that makes sense. So there's you- some jokes that are a little risque kind of jokes okay that's what i was gonna maybe like four or five of them so i mean and again nothing's overly graphic nothing's over you know it's just yeah i just obviously wouldn't like i was gonna say you're not warning me away because oh no no no. i think he would like it i think clips of other things that yeah i think k drama or drama geek would like it you know there's Mm -hmm. definitely a wide range audience for this. It's just, it definitely is our, so don't bring your kids. So. Okay. So um, the show I want to talk about, we've already had a podcast on, but I just need to mention again, my life. Um, Lee Jun Ki, freaking fantastic in this show. Um, he is a prosecutor um, going after a really big baddie and he gets thrown back in time. Um, and has an opportunity to kind of start again. And along the way, he gathers the people he needs, but he does it in a way that's really genuine, not really, I mean, it. it is definitely, there is some strategy, I think, but it's also really genuine. And he just, there's a lot of things that kind of happen serendipitously, it feels like. Um, and now he's got another chance to go after the big baddie. And so he's going to do it differently this time. So the whole time um, you were saying this, I was waiting for you to say your one catchphrase. So hot. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so is he Suhyuk though? So I mean, but yeah. not in this drama, in that other drama in tomorrow. Yeah. So my my weekend viewing, I kind of say that a lot, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and didn't your daughter start it just, she just to give appropriate attribution here? Yes, let's 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 make it clear. The only reason that why we're saying that is because I was very distracted the first time I was watching it because she kept like saying it like, oh my gosh, he is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept saying, he's 40. <laughs> Not that he looks it, but he is. Every <laughs> mother's nightmare. Right. You're in middle school. Like, yeah. Stop, stop now. <laughs> yeah. All oh, right. Goodness. So as I've said already, um, over on our Discord, we're doing a group watch of Mr. Sunshine. So I'm only two episodes in. But oh my holy Hannah, <laughs> this drama. I've had to go and look up the history so that I can understand what's going on. And I always appreciate understanding a little more of Korean history because it informs so much of the dramas that we watch now. And so I want to understand where everything is coming from. And so Mr. Sunshine takes place at the beginning of the Japanese occupation. Mm-hmm. And the first episode is all tragic backstories of our main characters. 
And I wanted to watch this because I've heard it's very good. It's very, um, very well acted and everything. And I can tell they put a lot of money into this. We've got a ton of top tier actors, some of them for just a five minute scene. And then we've got cinematography that is just beyond gorgeous. And even the American actors, because there apparently was an American conflict in the 1800s mm-hmm. in, in, at the edge of what is called Joseon at that point. And I was like, I had no idea. My history classes were so lacking. Can I just say? <laughs> and anyway. Kim Tari is amazing in this. Yeah, like so good. Yes. And um, so. I think Lee Byung-hun is the male lead. Yes. And I don't think I've seen him in anything else anyway. And so he's, he's in carrying- a ton of American stuff. So you would, I don't know if you'd see him in American things, but he's been in tons of the U.S. things. He's well, more of an American in a lot of more American shows for the most part. Yeah. And that makes sense for his role because he, he uh, stows away to get to America as a child. And then, so they actually have him in supposedly American scenes speaking English. Well, and, and his English is very good. Yes. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm kind of judgy of American actors in Korean dramas because they're so horrible. But like Korean actors, I'm like, if they're speaking English at all, I'm like, you go because this is so hard. And this one, it actually has good American actors or at least halfway decent American actors. And like everybody's English is good. It's so shallow to judge like that. But here we are. (laughs) Anyway, and it's it's complicated. It's so complicated. I got through the first two episodes and I'm like, I need so much information to understand going forward. It's definitely like a deep history dive. mm -hmm, It is, but I'm loving it. And I'm so glad that I'm watching it together with our Discord people because now I have people to talk to and be like, okay, I got this, but I didn't understand this. And is this this person or is this this person? Because, you know, we have a lot of child actors representing older people that come in later. I'm like, okay, I need to untangle all of this. The show makes me miss Bridal Mask. I'm so sad that's never showed up again. Yes. That's my favorite drama of this period. So is it the same time period, like the early Japanese occupation? Okay. Oh my gosh, yes. It was so well done. Even the actress that I hate, I, I didn't totally hate her in this. <laughs> Which one is that? Oh, goodness. <laughs> is it Yui? Is it Yuna? I mean, give us yeah, a little right. There's so many. What? We always just called her Stick Girl. Yeah, she was she the was girl so that was bad. in that. Um, um, Dr. Stranger. Yeah. She's in tons of things. The one with the guy that. Oh, my gosh. We're so vivid. This is what I'm remembering. She was the one that was in the. The, the so she was in that show with the guy with the snake stick who uh, is also in warm and cozy and is the mayor <laughs> Do you know i'm looking talking? it up so that we can actually give a name sorry if you're her fans oh my Just, gosh she's an actress that we don't really enjoy for long periods of time uh jin seyun mm. so i'm trying to think of anything drama geek would have seen her in let me check makne Mach- or yeah, sorry. Mock yeah, name. different person over here. Um, did you see? I don't know if there's anything that you've seen, because I don't think you saw Queen Love and War, High and Crushed, Flower in Was Prison. She? Am I wrong though? Was she not in the one with the guy with the snake stick, or is there somebody else? No, that's someone else. That's the girl. <laughs> um, she was in. Uh, Girl Who Smells. 
girls who see or who see smells. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's but the little bit different. Oh no, this is the one that ruined the um, Lee Jung Suk drama, right? Yeah, Doctor Stranger. Doctor Stranger. Oh yes. Okay. And she dies a lot, but she never stays dead or has doppelgangers. <laughs> so I'm always really sad that she's not dead. So gotcha. Um, yeah. I'm looking on my drama list and I haven't seen her in a drama. I did see her in Enemies Law, Enemies in Law years and years and years ago. So I am yeah. can't judge. So yeah, she hasn't done a ton of stuff that I've ever wanted to watch for a while. So that's good. At least she's doing stuff that I don't want to watch. And <laughs> yes, bonus for you. Where did this come? Like now, I don't even remember where this bridal mask. Because oh. I'm watching Mr. Sunshine. Bridal mask. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm also watching Kingdom Two, and I feel like I am all alone <laughs> because I can't get any of my fellow fangirls to watch it. So I go like shout out my feelings over on Twitter about it. (laughs) And I'm really enjoying it. I like watching Kingdom because I feel so often only the um, male K-pop groups really get focused on. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing a lot of talented females come into their own and get a chance to shine as well. Uh, This time there's a whole bunch of band or groups that I did not know. So I'm kind of going into this blind, um, one of my favorite uh, K-pop singers who's gone solo, Hyolin, is kicking butt. I think she probably will win it. She just has that, um, she's a lot more experienced and comfortable with performing and it shows, but I am enjoying seeing the talents of a lot of new groups, which I will be looking at their music in the future. So it's a great way to find up and coming K-pop groups. And so. where are you watching it? I watched the it's first, on Vicky. I watched the first Queendom that had um, Mama, Mama Moo, and I yeah. love, oh my gosh, but was that so was good. like not even like a fair competition, right? Like, oh, they, not even a little bit. They're just so amazing. Um, but I also found quite a few other groups from that that I did like and that I have followed from season one, but I had to watch it on YouTube clips because they didn't have anywhere where the whole show was. Uh, given, but I'm watching it over on Vicky for Queendom 2. I think because Kingdom was such a big deal mm-hmm. that now they're covering it. And so that's where I'm watching it. So, yeah. So if you're watching that, go hit me up on Twitter and we can <laughs> chat about this because heaven knows I can't nag my friends into watching it. Well, I so you sorry. even asked me. I would have. I didn't even realize I mentioned it. Was it. No I think way. I mentioned it to you. I think Not I have. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you call yourself so, friends. So right. go watch all of them and we can discuss because I know that you're willing to watch the girls. <laughs> I am. I like, I like, yeah. Um, so the, I'm going to just mention two quick ones that I'm watching. One I'm finishing, which is um, military prosecutor Doberman. And um, I stuck with it. I'm, I think I have one or two episodes left. It is, um, it's okay. Like, I think that it was the, 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 it's a revenge drama in a way. Um, well, no, not just in a way. Um, and it is, um, let, let me take a breath and I'll tell you what I like about it. I, it is, um, 
military, um, there's their military prosecutors. And um, obviously, because it's called military, military prosecutor <laughs> Doberman, um, but the the main male lead is um, his name in the show is Dobeman, and so Doberman. Um, so Dobeman um, is played by uh, An Bo Hyun, and he is somebody who in the very beginning he he's really kind of slimy he takes money and um messes with people in exchange for that money um and then he meets um cha win who's played by uh, joe boa and she is the girl from like i say this and will people even know what i'm talking about you will k-muse right because she's the girl from surplus princess she is the show that was so good and then it wasn't and then it wasn't yeah (laughs) she was also in a walk of love wasn't she and she was in uh, she was in tale of the nine tail and i mean she's been in a lot since um actually was she in walk of love she was definitely in tale of the nine tailed um temperature of love she was in ah maybe i'm crazy you're crazy to happen (laughs) um and also horse doctor years ago and anyway um super cute in this she's like a kick butt female lead um and they kind of have like so she has her own reason for revenge she gets the dobeman prosecutor onto her side by helping him understand things from his past that he didn't understand and they go to try to like avenge their parents. Um, so it's it's interesting. In the very beginning, I wasn't sure if the big baddie was going to be bad enough, but um, then she basically um, amputated somebody's leg um, because they were saying that they had an amputated leg and in order to get like the sympathy of the press and everything. And so when it seemed like they were going to find out that he didn't really have an amputated leg, um, she made sure that he did. So that was <laughs> all right. And she ate like raw steak the whole time she was talking about it. So yeah, she's kind of bad. Yeah. She's really bad actually. So there you go. Um, I would say like the fight scenes are really good. So I'd watch for that. Okay. Oh, and I'm sorry. And I said, I was going to tell you another who rules mm-hmm. the world um, is the Yang Yang um, Chinese drama. I just wanted to mention it because we haven't really talked about any Chinese dramas. There haven't really been any Chinese dramas recently that I've been really um, sucked into. And I would say even this one, I'm not super sucked into it, but I do want to watch it just because um, I haven't seen Yang Yang in a while and he has a main of glory and he looks pretty fantastic in his main of glory. Main He's of glory pretty. rules. He's pretty. He is pretty. That he is. All right. And the last one on my list is Watcher. And this is actually a rewatch for me, but after it's the same writer and director as Happiness. And so I loved Watcher when I watched it initially. And then after having watched Happiness, I'm, I went back and, to watch this one because I wanted to see because it was just, it was amazing. And thankfully, I watched it long enough ago. I've forgotten a lot of the major plot points, which is helpful. It's not because it's a forgettable drama. It's because of my own brain. We'll just say that. But anyway, it's holding up on a rewatch. It stars uh, Sao Kong Jun 
as a young kind of he's not an idealistic policeman but he's got he's got his very strong ideas of justice and mercy and he gets tangled up in a web of corruption and political drama because of his father who is in jail and he gets pulled into the corruption investigation team and so it's just it's I'm loving it and I can definitely see how happiness was so good having watched this before you know because this was kind of the genesis and so I'm I'm glad to be watching it again all right just to finish it out k-drama jen had to run because her family expects her to eat with them crazy ridiculousness <laughs> what is well, that and she's also three hours time difference than us so it is much later there than it is here in portland or even texas you know mm-hmm so just quick, what we want to watch that is upcoming, uh, the ones that I would like to watch are Worry the Virgin, which is a remake of um, Jane the Virgin, Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. And then as well as a, sh- a show that looks totally mock Zhang, it's called Eve about an affair, a divorce and chaos coming forth out of that. And then there's a Chinese show, The Wind Blows from Long- Yangtze which looks like a very fun political drama if I get in the mood to watch it. So those are the ones I'd like to check out soon. Of course you'll watch it. You love political dramas. I do, but I just haven't been in the mood to focus that deeply. It's like definitely one of those where you really have to pay attention. So So not for me then, that's what I'm hearing. Oh, it is so not for you. (laughs) 100%. So... And I did just find out that Wuri and the Virgin Wuri the Virgin was picked up by Vicky. Like it was up in yes. the air for a long time. So So yes, so I'm excited for that. Me too. I believe Eve also is Vicky, I want to say. Okay. So Vicky stepping up their game. All right. And then for me, I'm looking forward to the sound of magic. I know it dropped this week, but I haven't had time to watch because have I mentioned that I'm watching eight other dramas? I watched watched the first 15 minutes and I went into it totally blind. I think I had seen a poster for it, but other than Mm -hmm. that, nothing. And then suddenly it's a musical and I'm like, oh, this is a musical. (laughs) (laughs) It was very much like a La La Land uh, and opening number. And I'm like, huh. All right. Suddenly I'm more interested. I'll get, I'll continue forth. So I'm hoping to watch that later tonight. Yeah. And I'll get to it eventually (laughs) when you get to it (laughs) exactly I've gone and overloaded myself again but it's fine it all clears out eventually so the other one I'm looking forward to is called her and her perfect husband and it's a young Miju Kai modern romance so it's a Chinese drama and there are rumors like almost credible rumors that it's either coming out the end of this month or early June so I'm super excited those rumors on Chinese shows well Vicky already has a channel though (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So cross fingers, it's, it should be on the, on the cusp. So I'm hoping so. Cause honestly, <laughs> I've wanted to watch a Jukai in a new drama and falling into your smile. I couldn't make it. And I'm just like, come on, I need something. His so. picks are hit and miss. Yeah, they are. But you know, that's what you get sometimes, unfortunately. It is true. And on that note, thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. And if you join Patreon, of course, you get onto our Discord server, which is 
a great place to find info about everything. And the links, as always, are in our show notes. We love blogging about aging dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 